Blog Talk Radio. Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach, and I'm back with another one of my Business Basics episodes for you today. Um, today we're going to be talking about healthy, quote-unquote, competition and your business, because this is something that one of my um, studio owner friends, who I have a lot of, um, I coach a lot of different studio owners out there that run the Daily Method, and I, it's a fabulous franchise, and they've got a lot of them all over the United States, Canada, and Mexico. And, you know, when you're running a studio and you're a franchise and you're the kind of business where there are other businesses just like yours, whether or not they're your specific franchise or something similar in your industry, it can sometimes strike you like, oh, my gosh, everybody out here is doing the same thing I am. And how am I going to look any different? And this can feel really scary because, you know, we're all competing for the same dollars, right? And so one of the Daily Method owners asked me to talk about this topic, and I think it's a great one. So let's dive right in. So here's the thing. <laughs> when, you know, when people talk about competition, if, if you're the type of person that when you hear that word, it makes your stomach turn and you feel a little sick, um, that's, that's really, you know, obviously not going to be a really satisfying way to look at it. It's going to be a tough way for you to continue as a business owner because you're always going to be kind of looking over your shoulder a little bit. And, you know, I, I don't want that experience for you. Who does? We want to have a business that feels good to do, and we want to have a business that we continue to do more things to improve it and make it better and grow and make it more enjoyable for ourselves and more profitable and and more enjoyable for our clients, right? So that's the whole mindset that having a view of competition is something that's healthy that's what that mindset is all about. It's going to help drive all of those goals, okay? But sometimes it can just feel like all you're doing is keeping up with the Joneses or all you're doing is watching someone else take your customers away or all you're doing is watching the competition eat your market share. And I get that. I certainly understand that. I'm, I'm working with um, one owner who is absolutely feeling the crush of a very saturated market in her very small area. And that's, you know, sometimes when we're looking at competition, we have to understand what it is, you know, when we're competing with, with for the same small amount of dollars, how much can the market bear if there are too many of those businesses around? But let's say that, that, not, that you're not necessarily caught up in a super saturated market, but just that there is competition around. And, you know, the fitness studio model is a good one, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that as an example right now because it's one I'm working with a lot, but it's also just one that I think is an easy metaphor for lots of other industries and lots of other businesses that you guys own. So let's think about this a little bit. What, what can it mean? Why, why would it be good to have a mindset that competition is healthy? Okay. So there are a few reasons that it can really help you. And I can tell you this being a coach too, watching what other people in my industry do, I, I would say the first thing that you get from having a healthy 
competition mindset for seeing uh, your competition as healthy, so one of the first things that you can do is you can get one heck of an education, okay? So this is one of the first pieces I want to talk to you about why this is a good thing. And education, you know, seeing how other people propose different business models or different lines of business or provide different uh, products or services that you haven't thought of doing that you could just as easily do yourself or that it gives you an idea of something that you can do to pivot just a little bit and be different. That is good stuff. And, you know, if you are a fitness studio but you're watching a car dealership, you know, down the street, you may go, well, yeah, okay, that's a car dealership. We don't have much in common. I can't really learn from them. We're very different. But if you're a fitness studio and you're watching, you know, a new uh, gym or a new um, yoga studio or whatever open down the street or a new Orange Theory or one of those, then you may go, hey, wait a minute. What are these guys doing that's new and different and exciting? What can I learn from them? Because sometimes as a business owner, we're up against the wall to come up with new ideas, aren't we? Right? Like you're doing everything you know how to do really well, but if you don't you know, improve and get better, if you don't learn some new ways of doing things, it's very easy to stagnate and stay the same. And that's not always the best thing for your business. In fact, it very seldom is. We want to continue to do the things we do well, but we want to also always be improving. So the first thing is education. The second thing I want to talk about that is a reason why healthy competition is good for your business is that it can really up your game to innovate. Okay, much like I was saying just about education, you can see how your competitor is doing something in your market that it never occurred to you. Maybe they're advertising in a way that you never thought of advertising. Maybe they're collaborating or networking in a way that it absolutely never occurred to you to collaborate or network. Well, this is education. These are things that you too can do, and maybe you can do a little differently or better, okay? But there's also this big drive to innovate, okay? If if one studio owner is offering, you know, uh, a certain, like, say, classes that you sign up for and buy on a monthly basis, but this other studio comes up with this really interesting idea where you can collaborate with other studios and get something of a punch card and, you know, you work together and have people go around and get, a, you know, a, take a few classes at this one and get their card punched and take a few classes at another one and get their card punched and so forth. And all of those different fitness and studio owners collaborate and share the profit and share the marketing, then that's a win for everybody. And you may be able to, you know, that sort of innovative approach may help you reach out to people that would maybe not normally be in your core demographic. Okay. And that's really important. Another thing that it's really, so we've got education and innovation. Another reason why healthy competition is good for your business is it can help you really raise your customer service. And this is one thing I talk with our studio owners about a lot. You know, if you're going to be, um, you know, the rock bottom price in your industry, if that's the way you're trying to compete, <laughs> good luck. You should give me a call. That's probably not the best way to grow a profitable business or to even stay in business. Competing on price is something only really giant marketing firms or giant companies can do like Target, 
<laughs> okay? The rest of us small business owners generally are not going to be able to offer the lowest price in of anything in our industry. So you're going to have to differentiate yourself some other way. One of the ways you can do that is with extreme high-level customer service. And if you go and check out your competition and you take a look at the way they treat their people and the way they treat their customers and clients, it can give you so much insight into how you can provide better customer service, okay? Can you do, can you do special little touches? Can you do um, a special little card or a tiny little gift when it's your client's birthday? Can you, you know, in the studios, can you add, um, you know, mouthwash and special shampoos and soaps, really high-end, nice things that they enjoy using when they come in? Can you offer, um, you know, when someone comes to shop in your store, can you offer some nice coffee or some spa water, some water with some, you know, fresh fruits or veggies floating in it to give it a little flavor? Just little things like that. When your clients, um, you know, hear from you, can you offer them ways to, you know, add value to their to their purchase, to their membership, to their subscription, whatever it is they do? Um, can you give them reminders on things that they would have to remember on their own otherwise? I'm just brainstorming here, but a lot of this stuff is, you know, they're just little things and they're little efforts that let your clients know that they're important to you and that you think about them. And it differentiates you from a big company that certainly can't put that kind of focus and energy on each individual person. But you as a small business owner, you can. So this is, you know, studying your competition and seeing how they treat their people and what sort of level of customer service they have can be so eye-opening and can help you really differentiate how you provide really good customer service. And that brings me to the next thing. All of this, everything I'm talking about, is, has so much to do with you. The, the next thing is, is honing in on your target market, okay? If you have... Um, uh, so the fitness studios I work with, uh, the Daily Method, they have some competition. It's a bar studio, so something kind of like Yoga Pilates, if you haven't heard of it. But now there's the Bar Method and Pure Bar and lots of different bar studios out there. There are also yoga studios, and many of the Daily Method studios offer uh, cycle classes, stationary cycling classes, and they're very specific to the way the Daily Method teaches it, but there are other places to go spinning. For instance, if you want to do, um, you know, spinning at, you know, other cycle places. So there's a lot of competition for yoga, Pilates, um, uh, all kinds of workouts. There, there are CrossFit things, Orange Theory station workouts. There are big gym memberships where you go and just do your own thing and you don't necessarily go to group classes. So with all of that different kind, those different kinds of ways of exercising, I mean, if you're saying, okay, here's my goal, I'm committed to my health, and I want to go get a good workout. Well, you have a lot of options as a consumer, okay? And when, when you as the business owner have to figure out who is your target audience and how you can best serve them, studying your competition and determining where you can fit in and be different and provide some value that is not received otherwise is really going to help you hone your target audience. You may figure out that, you know what, 
in my I, like I out of all the different studio owners I work with, it's all the same kind of classes. It's all the same brand of class, but some of them have realized their best uh, demographic, their target clients are you know moms age 35 to 55. Other ones happen to be located near a major university or a major like um, uh, downtown, downtown medical professional center. Medical, like maybe there's a big hospital, maybe there's um, a big law school. And so they've got really busy professionals and they have to work with those people in that schedule. And it could be a completely different demographic than stay-at-home moms with young children in school. Okay, so they have had to learn who their demographic is and looking at their competition, their competition fits and serves a certain group of people. And if they go and study that group, then they can learn, okay, that serves this kind of person and this kind of person. You know, the person that wants to go in and have the loud, pumping music and, you know, the a bunch of different classes or maybe the kind of person that wants to go in and just do a workout on their own but not really speak to anybody, well, maybe that's not your demographic. So if you know yours is moms of school-age children, then you need to work around creating a schedule of classes that serves that person. You need to provide amenities and retail, perhaps, that is going to be targeted and satisfying and compelling for the, that demographic to purchase. And you're going to learn so much about how to better serve that target market because it's going to bring you focus. You can look at your competition and say, okay, this is what I'm not. And instead, here's what I am all about. And you refine that instead of trying to please everybody, okay? And that brings me to the final thing. And I'm always running out of time on the show, I know. But (laughs) the final thing is your brand. So really, when you're looking at your competition and you're doing all this differentiation and when you're studying and figuring out really who is my target client and how do I best serve that person, not everybody, just that person, then you get a better focus on your brand and you get to emphasize and magnify that brand because you have that knowledge. Your brand is so important and it should be unique just like your business is, okay? So study your competition and look for some of these tips that you can find just by listening and watching and seeing what your competitor does. And don't forget, collaboration is awesome. It works a lot of the time when you have a very busy competitive market. Okay, I hope that helps you and helps change your relationship to competition. Good luck out there and reach out to me if you need help. Until next time, I'm Laura Galloway, the Mom Coach. Take care.